0: Welcome to Radically Well. We're your hosts, Julia and Morgan. We're here to talk about all things longevity, anti-diet culture, and social issues that impact health beyond the gym.
1: I'm Morgan. I'm a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and dog mom, and someone who is absolutely obsessed with helping people find simple and sustainable ways to reach their nutrition goals and eat food that they love.
0: I'm Julia. CrossFit level one coach, certified personal trainer, and active life professional candidate. I'm super passionate about strength training and all things bone density.
1: We created our business, Matriarch Health and Fitness, to connect with people on a deeper level, have tough conversations, and help people crush their goals for the long term. Oh, Before we get into this week's episode, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, January 31st, you have one more day to register for our 30-day meal prep challenge. It's going to be super fun. We're going to have a weekly group call that's going to go over different topics and education around meal prep and planning. There's going to be weekly recipes. And plans that you can use to create your own menus throughout the challenge. And then you'll have lots of accountability throughout fun little mini challenges that we're going to have each week, like pantry, kitchen, cleanout, figure out what the oldest expired item is in your fridge and fun things like that. So it's going to be a great time. And there's also an option to add on a 30 minute nutrition consult. The challenge itself is $30 for 30 days. So it's only a dollar a day. And then you have the add on option for off the regular price. So if you're interested, we'll have it all linked in the show notes. And we hope to see you in the challenge starting Thursday, February 1st.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of radically. Well, we are talking about meal prep today. Morgan is going to lead us through what is meal prep things to consider when meal prepping. We'll be talking about things that we notice with our clients who consistently meal prep, some common misconceptions, people who can benefit from meal prepping and how to get started with it. I would say for myself, I always thought meal prep was like you had to prep all these wild, crazy foods and then (laughs) make a bunch of meals for the whole week. And I'll admit I, when I first started doing that, Or when I first started meal prepping, I was doing that. And it was taking me like five hours.
1: (laughs) For sure. (laughs) And it probably felt really overwhelming. It was. And I was like, oh, there
0: has to be this has to, there has to be a better way. And I'm sure you'll talk about this, but then I started doing more of the batch cooking, which I find is Mm -hmm. a lot easier. And then you can mix and match your meals throughout the week. And I don't always love having all of the different foods in one container and then it's left four or five days, but then they I don't know, it kind of gets bland or something. I'm not sure, but I don't know if you feel that. But yeah, depending on,
1: on what it is for what sure. What it is. Yeah.
0: For sure. I, if it's like pasta or something, then yeah. Or like chilies. That's not too bad. But yeah. But it's been a game changer. More oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a game changer. Mm-hmm. Ben and I consistently, I feel like I was meal prepping for a while. Um, and then I Ben was trying to eat some more balanced meals for lunches. And he so I showed him how to do it. And now he that was like last year. And now he's just he meal preps his lunch like every Sunday. Yeah. Oh. Amazing. Yeah, it's really oh. good. It's been really oh. great, especially for saving time. But
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're gonna get deeper into that. Like yes. this podcast episode is really just scratching the surface about some of the topics around meal prepping and it's inside that the challenge that we're really going to dive into it, but hopefully especially for people listening to this maybe like after the challenge has already started, you can still get a lot out of this and we're going to give some like good like takeaways, like actionable things you can do at the end. But coming back to what you said about your idea about meal prepping and how when you first heard of it, you thought it had to like be like this huge batch cooking extravaganza for a whole day I wish there was like another word or maybe we should come up with another word instead of like meal prep because I feel like when people hear the word meal prep they're just like immediately like no definitely not for me because they have a lot of these misconceptions that it has to be like this really long Take forever, glamorous. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. or that it's like just for athletes and like all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. But in reality, like it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I love that about it. So why don't we get started? Why don't you jump into what is meal prep? Well, again, it can be, yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. Like there's infinite ways to do it. And, what it boils down to is that it's some form of planning or preparing things ahead of time. So It doesn't have to be like you're planning all your meals for the entire week. It can be you're just writing out a plan for the week. You're just pre-deciding what you might want to make for the week just to take some of that decision-making process out of it every single day. So it can be that. It can be cooking some things can be cooking everything if you're somebody that's like really busy and just wants to like grab it out of the fridge and go so it can be a lot of different things it's like for me the biggest thing is that it's a time saving and mental energy saving thing sure yeah yeah because I do have a busy constantly changing schedule and so I just know for myself like I'm I'm like more prone to just not eating if I don't have something made and then my energy tanks and I feel like crap and then I don't want to work out. And then it's like this revolving door of just vicious cycle. That's the word I was looking for of me just not wanting to do anything. So I know by like just doing a little bit of that pre-planning, prepping some things ahead of time, I know I'll be like more likely to actually eat food throughout the day. And I know I'll feel way better and be like have, I'll end up having the energy and motivation to actually do the other things that make me Mm -hmm. feel good too. Yeah. Uh, That is a great point. I would say I'm like the opposite.
0: If I don't meal prep, then I'm just like snacking so much throughout the day. It's not like a matter of forgetting to eat. And then if I'm, I find for myself, especially if I'm snacking a lot throughout the day, then I'm usually, I usually get a little bit more bloated because I'm not like allowing myself digest time to digest my food. And then you're like munching on a bunch of things while you're trying to prep your lunch and -hmm. then you eat your lunch (laughs) and then you usually
1: eat a lot more than you maybe would. Yeah. 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 I know. It's so interesting. Hey, and it's, you mentioned like forgetting to eat. It's not even that I'll forget to eat. It's just, if I don't have something made, I'll just keep putting it off and putting it off. And I'm like, oh, I have this to do. I have this to do. But I'll still be like stressing and thinking about it all the time. I'm like, oh, my God, I should be eating. I should be eating. I'm not (laughs) eating. Oh, my God, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I haven't had lunch yet. And so it just adds more stress than is necessary for me. Mm -hmm. And so just by having it, it's, it's in the fridge. I can just quickly go over and grab it. And yeah. eat it if it's a cold salad or something like that, or I can just heat it up in the air fryer or the microwave, yeah, depending on what it is. So yeah. yeah, it's less about the forgetting to eat and more just like the laziness, I guess, of it, yeah. or just like lack of time during the day. Yeah, to actually, not, not maybe
0: prioritizing. You just, you're busy and stuff happens and life gets in the way. And yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. your day just doesn't go as planned. So having it there and ready, it always, it's always helpful.
1: Totally. It makes me think of a conversation I had with my therapist recently too. <laughs> is that Love a you good know, therapy conversation? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing. Stepping inside my therapy sessions. So I think a lot of us get it into our head that and this is not directly tied to the meal prep, but just like with our meals that like we should be eating without distraction and we should be eating in this perfect setting all the time or whatever. And For me, we set this goal of even if you're sitting at your computer working in the morning, like you have to eat your breakfast. Like you have to put your breakfast beside you. Even if it takes you two hours to eat it, you still have to have it there and eat your damn breakfast. (laughs) And so if I don't have something prepped for breakfast, I'm far less likely to do that. And I'll just start working and I won't eat breakfast.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You'll be like, it's 11. You're like, oh my God, why do I feel like this? I'm laughing because I'm more so with the whole... Oh, you know, try not to eat with distractions and all that. And I swear, I would say five out of seven days during the week, I'm eating my breakfast in my car on the way to a client. For sure. For sure. (laughs) Like often, I, yeah, yeah, like majority of the time that is happening. Yeah. Because I usually have clients earlier. And then also, like you, I, would rather sleep the extra half an hour and it's just how it is sometimes but a
1: hundred (laughs) percent and I think like it's good if you can try to eat without distraction like at least for some of your meals but like I'm never going to be a coach that says oh you have to eat so mindfully at every single meal yeah and you can't have distractions because I'm not going to do that it's not realistic for people so it's one out of three (laughs) here yeah Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> if you can do that with your lunch or your dinner,
0: then that's wonderful. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Dinner is always nice because if you have family yeah. or partner too, right, you can sit down and actually have oh, your dinner sure. together. So that's always
1: nice, but totally.
0: Okay. Anything else to add into what is meal prep that would give the audience a better understanding?
1: Yeah. One thing to note is that when you're doing it, you don't have to like cook for the entire week at a time. I think people often think that you have to do that and it could actually be done in like different chunks of time, or we're going to go into this more, but like different types of meal prepping. So there's batch cooking, like you mentioned, or there's like, just like getting some stuff prepared ahead. And so again, like there's lots of different kinds of meal prepping. So it's like hard to like say, this is the definition of it. This is like, there's one way, there's just so many ways to do it. And yeah, it doesn't have to be like a full day event. It could be like little mini, mini plannings and preps, or you could prep like just enough so you have leftovers for the next day or something like that. There's yeah. lots and lots of ways to go about it. I like that.
0: Well, that flows great into touching a little bit more on what meal prep is and then things to consider like what you were talking about with batch cooking. And do you want to explain all that?
1: Yeah, so different like types of meal prep or things like we would consider some form of meal planning or prepping would be writing out a plan for the week. So maybe you're just like taking a look at your calendar, even writing in maybe when you're going to be having meals out. Oh, I know I'm going for coffee on Tuesday morning with my friends, like we did this morning. <laughs> and then Friday nights, like Patrick and I will usually do takeout or have a, a date night kind of thing. And so, like, I'm accounting for those ahead of time. And then sort of writing out the rest of my week around that and at least having like a good idea of what I'm going to have even though I know it might change it can be flexible but writing out a plan for the week is honestly like probably one of the best things you can do or at least start with because it takes out so much of that decision making at every single meal and every single day and that's what so many people struggle with so just like taking even like 20 to 30 minutes out of your weekend or whenever you have time to just sit down, think about what you might want to make for the week, write that down, write out maybe like a little grocery list. Like that is like a huge form of self-care for like yourself and for your family and will seriously save you a lot of like stress throughout the week. So that's a form of meal prepping. You can also sit down and plan ahead with your family. So get the family involved. It doesn't like all just have to fall on you. Or if you're somebody that lives alone, like maybe you're like writing out a plan with a friend. Like I have a client who she does a lot of stuff with her cousin every week and they just, they've decided to write their workout plan together and write their like meal prep plan out for the week together. And so like they have that accountability built in with each other and then also get ideas from two different people. So it's not like just you constantly. I like that. I, it might have been you who had mentioned this before, but if
0: you, yeah, if you live by yourself and you have a friend, maybe in a similar situation or who enjoys meal prepping, like one of you say, Oh, I'm going to meal prep all of our lunches this week. And then Mm -hmm. someone else is, I'm going to meal prep all of our breakfast. And then you swap. I'm like, That's a really cool idea. Cause then you're just like making one meal. Yeah, Um, exactly. I'm like, That's really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think we maybe talked about that on our one of our cultivate calls. That we did. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love that. It. It's helpful. It's helpful to do a little food swap if you have for a sure. friend that's down yeah. for it.
0: <laughs> and then it's it's almost like holding you more accountable too, because you're like, I can't bail on my friend's meal prep.
1: <laughs> exactly, <Or> my friends <laughs> I can maybe bail eat. on my
0: own, but not my on my friends. So can't yeah. let them
1: down yeah. for sure. So plan with a friend or a family member. It's a good way to get kids involved, especially if you have like picky eaters, like you could write out a list of options or something and then be like, okay, you get to pick what we're having for dinner this night of that list, obviously, especially depending on the age. They might say some like really wild (laughs) things if you don't have some structure, but getting the family involved can be like a fun way to make it a little bit nicer too. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. So that's one way of meal prepping. Grocery shopping To make sure you have everything you need for whatever you're planning to make for whether it's the week or a couple days at a time. But just like grabbing that stuff so that you're well prepared and it's like in your house and you're not having to like make those like multiple trips to the grocery store throughout the week because that's when... One, you spend way more money doing it that way when you're just like aimlessly going to the grocery store for random things and just to make sure you have everything you need. And then you're going to be less likely to just go get takeout or something. If you're like, oh, I don't have the stuff for it. So I'll just like order skip the dishes instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. And then getting some items prepared ahead of time. So this is like partially prepping things. So that could be like, Chopping vegetables, marinating some protein. So, even if you're not like cooking them right away, you're just getting a few things ready. Or something I started doing recently was adding all of the dry ingredients for overnight oats mm-hmm. into a jar. Yeah, so, like, that's it nasty when you like let that sit too. Yeah, you don't want to let that <laughs> sit like more than like a couple days, like maybe three tops. But I've just been adding like the oats and the chia seeds and the protein powder. Sometimes I'll do that powdered peanut butter in there, I add like those things. And then the night before I'll just add the milk and whatever Mm -hmm. else I'm putting on it. Sometimes I'll do like maple syrup or something, but yeah. So like little things like that are just like going to save you a lot of time. So you're like getting some stuff ready and then come cook time. It's just like easier for you to throw it together. Wonderful.
0: I love that. And like you had mentioned too, get the family involved. Like when I was showing Ben how to do some meal prep and prep his lunches, like now for the most part, we usually have the same lunches because it's just easier. Mm-hmm. But I will be like cooking the protein or whatever. And then he'll be like cutting the vegetables and it just cuts oh. down on. We got it down to, it's like an hour and a half now. And I'm nice. talking like everything's prepped, dishes are cleaned, it's good. Yeah. 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 That's
1: awesome. Yeah. If Patrick's home when I'm doing it, like I'll get him to help with the dishes or if I have to like, chop a bunch of chicken and stuff up, I get him to do that. Yeah, <laughs> Like all the stuff I don't want to do. Yeah. Same. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. totally. Um, I so would even sometimes too, if you go to, if you are listening to this and you're in Victoria, I'm sure most grocery stores have it, but I know at thrifties, they already have like pre-cut chicken breasts usually. So like sometimes mm. I'll just grab that when I'm like, I know I'm going to be, it's going to be a busy week or something.
1: So it's, Oh yeah. It's always yeah, nice. Yeah. I do that sometimes too. Or I'll do just like throw some chicken in the crock pot and turn mm. it on and then it's just like pulled chicken. So easy. So easy peasy and to to use it for things. everything. Yeah. Oh yeah salads nachos rice bowls yeah millions of things love it and then yeah the last kind of thing that we'll cover in terms of like things we would consider a form of meal prepping would be that like batch cooking portioning everything out so those are like the kind of like full-on you're cooking like a bunch of stuff it still doesn't have to be every single meal for the whole week it could be like your batch cooking like you said all your lunches or your your dinners, if you know you have busy days and you get home and you don't want to cook most of the time, batch cooking those meals can be really helpful. If you're something that doesn't really like leftovers too, you could just, if it's something that's freezable, you could make like a big batch of it and then have it out for a couple days, freeze it, have something else in the middle of the week, and then take some out for like later on in the week, or you have it for like the next week and you can start to like layer things in, which is mm-hmm. always really nice too. It is for sure. That Mm -hmm. made me, just
0: made me think about, I don't always love if I do meal prep on Sunday by the time Friday rolls around. Oftentimes I'm like sick of eating the same thing. Oh yeah. So what I've been doing lately, and I'm sure you have done this too, but I'll meal prep for Monday to Wednesday, maybe Thursday. And then the last like couple days of the week, I'll just have my supper leftover. So I'll make sure I'm buying Mm -hmm. like extra protein for those meals so that I can Mm -hmm. have leftovers for the next day for lunch. And I find that's- It it works really well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do that most often, I would say. I will meal prep from or meal prep on Sunday and I'll do for like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sometimes Thursday, if I know I'm gonna be really busy. But I'm yeah, I can't eat the same thing more than like a few days in a row. So I'll make sure that I grab some like really easy stuff that I can throw in the air fryer, like salmon or yeah. Like even like bagged salads. Like I love that like dill pickle salad. So Mm -hmm. I'll just make like really easy fast things later on in the week. And then I know Friday nights, like we usually get our takeout. So I don't have to worry about that meal. And then I'll almost always have something in the freezer that I prepped from the previous week that I can pull out for like lunches those last couple of days too.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or in the summer, like I'll make a salad or something. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Also,
0: I will sometimes not like fully prep just lunch. Like before we went on our trip, I think we prepped that like egg roll in a bowl, which is really good. Oh yeah. So it's easy. Like, it's so yeah. easy, but it's a yeah. fully, it's a full, it's like a lunch meal, yeah. but like the weeks that are like really busy, I might just be grabbing a like whole chicken and throw it in the air fryer while I cook some rice and yeah. that's going to be my lunches for a couple of days. So mm-hmm. it can be very quick and mm in terms of planning your week out too, like looking at okay, how much maybe some mornings you have more time to get up and actually cook yourself breakfast. And that's nice. You can have some quiet time, but maybe some mornings you don't. So you know, maybe you're just gonna have a smoothie. So thinking about how your week is going to look when you are planning it out too. And especially I'm sure if you have children, I don't have children, I'm still busy in the evenings. So it's suppers need to be Definitely need you planned out and uh, considering how much time that you have, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's why we love planning out our weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the planning part of it can apply to so many other things too. Like, it doesn't just have to be your food, but like no. also just like planning like the times you're going to work out and yeah, times you're going to take time just for yourself for like self care. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. All those things, right? I think we're both. People that really like routine and like having stuff scheduled out. I think that works well for us and maybe it doesn't for everybody, but at the same time, like most people, especially if they're trying to like change habits with their health, like planning and scheduling stuff is like a key part of that.
0: And you also just brought up a good point too with the training or your workouts and then also with your meal preps. I don't want to make this super, super complicated and it does not have to be at all, but thinking about if you are planning your week ahead, like what days and times you're working out. So if you work out in the evening, then maybe you're eating supper like an hour or two before or you are planning it. So this afternoon I had my lunch and then I waited an hour and a half, then I went to the gym and I'm going to have supper now in like an hour. So it's it's planned out so that I don't go to the gym and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to faint because I haven't yeah. eaten. <laughs> like it's whatever, six o'clock and you're like, haven't eaten since lunch. And you're like, oh gosh, I should have eaten. Those are all like things to consider too yeah yeah and and if you want more help
1: with meal prep join the course oh yeah join the challenge challenge. or just reach out to me too if this is yeah after the challenge or you want to more like one-on-one support this is all stuff that I talk about with my clients my nutrition clients too and stuff we talk about inside of cultivate like we're gonna have a whole three months dedicated specifically to like talking about nutrition topics right and Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, We there's lots of ways we can support you with it.
0: Yep, lots of ways to do it. Okay, moving on. Things we notice about clients that
1: do often meal prep or do some sort of planning. Mm, so many good things come out of this. And I have to preface this with many of my clients are very resistant, just humans in general, resistant to doing some sort of meal prepping. And I think it comes back to what you were saying, like they think it has to be this certain way. But then once I ha- once those clients that were resistant to it start doing it in some way, they like always tell me, I can't believe I didn't start doing this sooner. So if you're hesitant, just try it out. <laughs> Probably be a little bit less daunting than you think. And you'll feel way more better, way, way more better. Oh my God. Way better. <laughs> Way better for doing it. But so some of the things we do notice is that they're way more consistent with their habits in general. I think that's like the most obvious one. And then we talked about this next one, but it's they're less likely to eat out or snack aimlessly. We were Mm -hmm. talking about that, right? You're prone to if you don't have something to just snack throughout the day. And that's a really common thing. Or people will just go and grab takeout instead. Or they'll just not eat like me. So they're less likely to do. Or sometimes
0: too, then you don't eat enough in the day and then you eat a lot in the evening and then you just don't always
1: feel the best. For sure, yeah. Clients that do some sort of planning or prep are less likely to do that, like eating out, snacking aimlessly and stuff. Mm. And they often see progress faster on their goals. And a lot of that comes down to just like- No way. I know, it's it's crazy. (laughs) So, this kind of comes back to the like consistency piece. They're more consistent with their habits. They're, if they're tracking their food, they're going to be a lot more consistent with hitting the targets for whatever our goal is that we've set. I bet, uh, so- I could, I think
0: I could bet money that if you are meal prepping, you're probably getting a good amount of protein too not just leaning mm-hmm.
1: towards maybe more carby things if you're like really yeah. hungry too. Oh yeah, I would definitely agree with that because like often if you're doing some sort of planning, you're, you're thinking about those things ahead of time and trying mm-hmm. to have a yeah. protein source in it. Yeah. And then on the flip side, if you're eating out a lot, those meals are so calorie dense in carbs and fat and often very low in protein. Mm-hmm. If you're eating out most of the time or just snacking throughout the day, you're probably, yeah, definitely not getting enough of it. Yeah, sure. And one that I really is they feel a sense of control in their habits and in their nutrition and what they're putting into their body and pride that comes along with that. So they feel good and they're feeling more confident in their abilities and just like knowing what's in your food. I think there's a lot that comes along with that. And just like having that sense of control, especially if you're somebody that is tracking your food, or does have very specific nutrition goals, like you're trying to lose weight or gain muscle. Like you have that sense of control by like cooking and planning ahead. You just feel more in control throughout the week. Yeah. So that's a big one. The next one we talked a lot about. So saving a ton of time and that like mental energy. So this is coming to a misconception where people think it takes a whole day to do. Again, like we said, it doesn't have to, it can be whatever works for you, but some form of planning and prepping will eliminate you having to like spend all the time thinking about it, spend time, multiple trips to the grocery store, cooking and doing dishes every single day. Yeah. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. also like just bringing up energy, more
0: like sustained energy because you're eating more consistently Mm -hmm. throughout the day most likely yeah Um, yeah for sure so that'll help and if you're one of those people who is likes to budget and is big on finances you're gonna save some money
1: (laughs) oh hell yeah Yeah. definitely yeah anybody that has told me like oh well it's too expensive like to buy everything for meal prepping and stuff I'm like give me two weeks I want you to write it out yeah plan it Eat at home, eat your cooked meals, and you tell me yeah. if you've saved money or not. And I for bet sure. you will Yeah. compared to eating out every day. You're oh, Eating yeah. out every day or like
0: the food waste that you're – so you're just throwing money mm-hmm. away then, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, and then the last one that we'll talk about today anyways is that they have more time to spend on other things. Mm-hmm. So whether that's like more time for work or – your workouts or just like downtime time with your family with your friends whatever you want to do with your time read books all night like read books most of the time yeah yeah, yeah. i'm all about that (laughs) totally all about that book life (laughs) so yeah it just gives you more time to spend on other things like that like when i get home and patrick's home too it's like i don't want to have to cook every single night i just want to hang out with him i don't blame you yeah Morgan, in your experience, who can
0: benefit from doing some sort of meal prep?
1: The obvious answer is anybody. Literally anyone can benefit from doing it. I don't know if you can think of a person that maybe can't, but um, I cannot. So anyone, but if we get more specific, but busy families, busy humans, people that have a lot going on, which is most of us, I would say, people with specific nutrition goals or dietary needs, especially the dietary needs part of it. It's often hard to find food that you can eat if you're eating out, and then there's also just like a lot of stress attached to that for most people or they end up just like picking like something they don't really feel like eating or maybe it doesn't have protein on it because they can't have a certain thing. It planning ahead or prepping something can be helpful for those people as well. And then also planning ahead for trips out of town or holidays and not just for your like regular day-to-day routine, but also for if you're going on a road trip or you're going traveling, like planning ahead for your snacks or like what your meals might look like when you're there, what meals you're going to be having out. So not just, yeah, not just for a regular routine, but for everything.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. I think everyone could benefit from doing some sort of meal prep for sure.
1: Yeah. So if you're listening to all this and you're okay, but where do I start? We're going to go over a few things that you could get started with. Again, if you're listening to this on or before February 1st, we have our 30-day meal prep challenge. It's going to be like a really great way to kickstart that habit, having accountability and lots of support and ideas. So you can definitely join us for that. And we'd love to have you. But if you're listening to this after, you want to try things on your own, my first tip would be to just start small. So if cooking a bunch of stuff feels really daunting, start with just writing out what you'd maybe like to make for the week, see what you have on hand already. So look through your pantry and your fridge and see what you can maybe make from the stuff you have there. So that's also like a little money-saving tip. And then write out a grocery list. So not even like making stuff ahead of time, spending four hours meal prepping on a Sunday. You're just like sitting down to kind of write things out. So that would be the best place to start. And then you could, if you want to take that a step further and try prepping something, you could try pre-making one of the meals that would be most supportive to you. So whether that's like breakfast, if you're always in a rush to get out the door or don't have time to cook, you could prep your breakfast for the week. Or like I was saying with the overnight oats, like you could just get it ready and mixed mostly, and then just pour in the milk, stir it, and then put it in the fridge. Another one would be like lunch. If you often end up like going out for lunch because you don't have anything made or vice versa, if it's dinner time, I have a lot of clients that have kids and there's so many kids sports. There's just always sports for kids. And they're always like in the evening or like early in the morning, all these things. So if That's some, that's you. And you have kids that play sports in the evening, and it ends up being you just grab something on the way home. Maybe dinner is the one that you prep ahead of time. So you just pick that one meal to prep for a few days at a time or something. And then that way it's like you're not prepping everything for the whole week. You're just picking one. Yeah. Well, those would be my, those would be my top tips on like how to get started with it. Or again, like you can reach out to us and we're happy to help you. Or you could recruit a friend like we were talking about before. Just be like, hey, want to try this meal and thing? You want to try it out with me and then see what they say? Yeah. <laughs> well, then it's more fun. Idea. Yeah. yeah. So if you do want to join us for the challenge that starts February 1st, we'd love to have you. Again, we're going to link everything in the show notes, but just to give you a little reminder overview of some of the things we're going to go over are the different types of meal prep, creating plans and time-saving tips, how to store things, preserve things. Big one is like searching and saving recipes and menus. So what to look for, how to save them in like the most efficient way for you to reuse them, create like rotating weekly menus, things like that. We'll also dive deeper into how to get the family involved and then ways to make it more interesting, easier, and more exciting.
0: Awesome. It's going to be a really fun challenge. Yeah. And it's going to be fun for
1: me too. And I know like you're going to join in as well. And I think it'll be a good way to just get like an extra like boost of inspiration for meal prep. And I'm going to be also encouraging people to share what they're making with everyone, share the recipes. And so you're going to get not only the four weeks of recipes from us, but also from other people too. You're going to get lots of ideas. So it's going to be just like really fun.
0: Amazing. Okay. Doors are open right now. Last day to sign
1: up is Thursday or Wednesday, Wednesday, January 31st. Okay, You have until... 11 59 p.m. to register because okay. we start on Feb 1st. <laughs> we start on February the 1st. Mm-hmm. Don't know what date is. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was like, should I do it as like a 29 day challenge because it's, there's yeah. 29 days in February. But then yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't like that. I'm just going to do so 30. So we're going Feb 1st to March 1st. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah. Wonderful.
0: Okay. Thanks so much for listening today. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>
1: Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to Radically Well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with anyone you think would love to hear it too. You can also leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to help us reach more people who want to help us change the fitness industry one podcast at a time. You can reach us on Instagram at matriarch with a K or email us at hello at matriarch.ca anytime.
0: Thanks for listening and living radically well.